and doing for everybody else. So until the musicians get along and whittle down their guitars for knives, start stabbing folks, nobody's going to hear you. I guess the musicians didn't tear stuff up. I will say this. A lot of people were worried about uh, the, the federal government not extending the $600 uh, stimulus over top of the over top of the, uh, I guess, what's it called? It's uh, unemployment. Yes. Unemployment? Yes. So uh, I, I think there's going to be a few different things that have to go as far as uh, I don't know if the whole 600 go to everybody this time as it did before. You, you might have to uh, do some have some different numbers. But that being said, Trump supports it. I think the, that uh, the Democrats and the Republicans both support it. But but there's always a but. So the Democrats want to add into the bill uh, giving money to some of the harder hit cities that have had uh, a lot of damage. Right. Those those cities who have allowed damage. Right. So basically, you know, the fact that the Minnesota governor called and asked for five hundred billion dollars, uh, five hundred billion. Was a million, yeah, million, five hundred million dollars to help with some of the destruction in, in his city. They said no. The administration said no. So this is just a way for the Democrats to to give it back out there, you know. But I, I mean, what are you going to do? You got to sign the bill. So I'm sure there's more pork in it. But that was just uh, what's floating around currently. Wow, I know it's it's going to be great. So here's an interesting fact. A lot of you know we've talked about, and I, a lot of people have to wonder. If you if you have twenty four trillion dollars of debt, what what stops money from being over overly inflated down down the road, right? And, and right. It, what what makes a loaf of bread not fifty bucks? That that's essentially well, uh, according to uh to this guy here, John Tonus, who is the chief economicist at uh, Cyberpunk Holdings, he says. That uh, just in case you didn't know, in, in June was the the highest um, national debt that the U.S. has ever had. We printed more money um, than we ever have in the the first two centuries uh, that that we were a nation. Okay, uh, so but, now now stop right there because that's very important. Everybody is on board and they understand that. So I, I'm going to give you a small small history of of how we got to this point i remember the gold standard was a thing right really the gold standard and i didn't even know this kind of started to to peter out after the great depression in 1933 yes because when you are stuck to the gold standard you can't print money right it has to be you have to have enough gold to back whatever that's right you print. that's right so they could not figure out how to stimulate the economy in 1933, so Roosevelt got rid of the, uh, dummy down the gold standard, really kind of got rid of it. Well, they, I guess they you can't kind of really get, get rid of it, but but he didn't get rid of it. He allowed, he he took he took some of the monetization uh, with the gold standard to the dollar away, enough to where the government could print enough money to, and, to get the economy going again. And also made it a law who everybody who had gold at that time had to sell it to the government. Um and then they took all of that gold, put it into the Federal Reserve, and it's not been audited since. 
Well, that that's a conspiracy for another day. No, that's fact. Okay, so well, <laughs> I'm saying where where did it go? What what is all that shit? So I, my point to you is this. So in 1933, this happened because of the Great Depression. Yes. So I think at some point in time, we either went back to the gold standard. Um, we must have, because here's what's really funny. In 1971, again after another financial crisis in the United States because of the Vietnam War, Nixon. In 1971, nixed the gold standard. Is that funny? <laughs> Nixon nixed the gold standard. So I was at a meeting the other day, and I'm asking this question to a guy that knows way more than me. And I'm like, what? How, how does this work? He's an investor. Right. And he, and he, and he, he has a, a portfolio of a billion dollars. He manages a billion dollars for 29 families. Okay. And I asked him, I, I said, for a guy like me, where do, where do you put money? Where does anybody put money? Are you, should you take your money out of the stock market, out of your savings account? Should you put it into gold? What 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 should people do right now? Because you can't keep put, putting this kind of money. And he says, "This is I, I did had no never heard of this." He says, "Don't worry about it. As long as the dollar's tied to oil, we can print money all day long." So we replace the gold standard to the oil standard. Listen to this. I I had no idea. Have you ever heard of a thing called a petrodollar? I have not. Okay. So after the after the Vietnam War, we're sitting on all this surplus of 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 weapons in the United States. Nixon gets rid of the gold standard because you know I think back then you could your house uh, you could get a house mortgage for seventy five percent or something like that. It was really high. Yeah, well. That might be off by about 60 points. But the point being is this. He makes a deal with Saudi Arabia. He gives them, we were about to go in because, this is, and again, just a small history, but we were about to go in to the Middle East and Saudi Arabia with the military guns ablazing because they were jacking up oil prices, which I don't, you know, the, the, the oil, you know, we had that thing in the 70s where oil was, you know, they, they jacked it up. Right. It, was, it was like $3 and went to $17. It was a lot of money. People stayed in lines, all that kind of stuff. Right. It was running out everywhere. We were about to go in and 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 just start killing everybody or whatever we do. Henry Kissinger and 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 some of his cohorts get into with Saudi Arabia's sheiks, make a deal. We give them all these weapons and we want them to tie gasoline to the american dollar so now the the standard for oil in the whole country in the whole world is used with the dollar wow didn't know that now a petrodollar is this we give them everybody gives them dollars whatever the case is these petrodollars they take the profits of the oil they sell us and everybody else for that matter and they invest those monies into the united states in bonds and all these other investments, which we hide until 2016. Nobody knew about this. Wow. So Nixon did something nobody knew about. Right. I know. <laughs> right. It's it just it blows my mind. This guy was actually not 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 that. This was not a bad move. Now, I don't know if he knew what he was doing, but do you realize that over the years, all the arguments that we've gotten into about oil and our ties to oil and the importance of it. And all the war and all, all the stuff that Bush, everything that happened 
Had we known that that was the situation, we have all benefited from the fact that this government has had no accountability for money for all our lives, all our lifetimes and all our parents' lifetimes. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? I get you, yeah. Right? The government has been able to go in debt, and we're all, we. I remember arguments, and, and, and you know, even Ron Paul made it a, a, a thing for his presidential campaign years ago, which, which was like, we need to tie this back to the gold standard. Well, you can't. We people were fighting in the streets like that, like you weren't wearing your mask and goggles. <laughs> but you you couldn't at this whole time. We needed oil not to run the cars, to run the economy, to run the economy. Wow! And not even in the way that you would think. This is a point to everything that you do in your life in general that has to do with a big corporation or or government. Whatever you think is going on is not going on or is not what's really happening. This is like insider trading at its best. It's like getting involved with a psychotic partner who wakes up in the morning and has their Egg McMuffin with you and smiles. And when you leave the house or they leave the house, they are uh, they are freaking doing uh, tr- somersaults and trampolines in some guy or girl bedroom. And then they come home and give you a hug and you think everything's okay. Because that is what this is. But somewhere along the way, they, they made some money doing that somersaults and trampoline. Jumps. As long as you get some of it, that's right. the point. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like I'm better off not knowing. The problem is that just like every other Bernie Madoff scandal in this situation, now that we've gotten up into the 24, China's really sincerely worried about or, or, or at least saying that the, you know, that, the, that the dollar is going to lose. Everybody's worried about it because now there's this program. I mean, Chad, you would not believe the, the things that I have just looked up because of this one guy's statement. There is a program called SWIFT, which stands for uh, nobody, uh, you know, only Taylor. only so, only somebody with a degree. But but it, it basically is it's this banking system that the United States has used for the last 50 years that everybody's had to you had to use to trade oil using the dollar. So basically, it's what other countries use to do business with other countries, this program. And everybody wants dollars to this point. But now, China and Russia have started their own program. The EU and and other parts of Europe have started their own program. Germany, Europe, are start, have started their own banking systems and are getting are telling the United States to go to go shove a, a, a soft one. Wow. Well, according to this this guy right here, we fix all this by doing away with paper money and going to Bitcoin. Because there is no in, uh, inflation or hyperinflation it's, associated with cryptocurrency. <laughs> I, okay, look. I do not believe. I do not believe in, in, in a hundred percent no no paper money. No. Well, well first of all. If you do away with paper money, uh, every single thing you do is tracked. There's there's no little uh, Dave Ramsey line uh, outlined 
a thing about what happens if you do away with paper money. You know, you, you, you can never do piggy banks with your kids. So you can't teach your kids. Oh my God, Chad. I'm just, but this goes back to teaching your kids finances, basics of it, because they're never going to hold it in their hand. I'm not disagreeing with you, but this is like saying that, uh, you know, that if that's the case, then kids need to, then parents need, all parents need to keep their kids away from a computer or a television or a phone uh, for a certain amount of hours every day. That, that's yeah. not, that's, that's not the bigger problem. I, I was is just using how are you going to hide money? Oh yeah, for sure. I so, mean, that's the bottom line, right? How do I hide my money? Yeah. So every single transaction you make is, is tracked. And the, here's the other thing is if, if whoever, whatever bank is controlling you says, Ooh, this looks suspicious to me. They can stop all your money. So if you're wherever you're at, and they decide to freeze your account. It's not like you can pull cash out of your pocket at the store that just declined your card. No, I, and so how that guy's full of a crap. You can't. Yes, bitcoins do not. That doesn't solve you. What you just said is the whole reason why you can't go bitcoins. A- absolutely. I'm just telling you. This guy says this is how we pay back, or not pay back. How our economy continues to push forward without there being huge inflation after. All the all the debt that we've incurred because of the stimulus packages. He's saying the only way that you can do this without having huge inflation is to go with paperless money. You go all to Bitcoin. Okay, and and again, I'm telling you, that's wrong because I I, the only, I agree with you. That's completely Bitcoin is not it. The, the, until they get a system, until they get a system that can figure out how to control it and that you can't just one day go to your and and, and you go try to get your five bitcoins out and it's gone there's nothing you can do about it there is no fdic there's no there's nothing right right so yeah it's and 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 so here's here's a comment uh with, with digital currency on any any kind you give up the ability to control your money yeah yeah yes and no my my point of it is 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 one step further than chad's which is Part of that is it, which is a next, uh, uh, you know, part of that that same thing, that same line of thought, is that you there's no side hustle anymore. There's no nothing. Right. You can't you can't work a part time job. You can't do anything. Well, you can't even. That's not kid, Right. That you, you can Your your dad can't go, Chris. I, I know times have been tough. Here's a hundred bucks to help you out yeah. this week. Or you or a kid can't go mow grass. Right. And work and get money. You no know? no lemonade stand. No any of that stuff. So to me, that's the, that's, and again, how am I going to hide money? I mean, I got $700 here. Okay. And I, I, that needs to stay. Dude, how'd you get all that? I know. Stimulus. Got that stimulus. Woo. Number two stimulus is coming out and another PPP and all this other stuff. So, I mean, there's another 2 trillion in the debt. We need more oil. You know, this is the first time well, in, or well, ever that the uh, United States is actually shipping more energy. We're actually the number one oil reserve in the world right now. Well, but the, the thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to open and back up the economy so people start driving again. Well, I, I mean, I just don't understand something, Chad. When I say something as poignant as that, the fact that you don't acknowledge that was, how, uh, how smart I sound. It was incredibly in-depth, Chris. It's just a shame. I am overwhelmed and amazed by your I tell you, Chad. I got to be honest with you. You showed me something today that really made me think. And, well, and, 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 you know, 
even a broke clock is Mr. Mr. Clark. We got, we, Mr. Clark says, <laughs> "Oh my God!" Mr. Clark says, uh, "Are bars and restaurants going to open?" I, I, I mean, are if you're saying Nashville, no, because well, first clip here. Bring up, uh, bring up clip house number one. House number one. Let's watch this. There's just tons of like everything. It's just whatever you think of a party, yeah. that's what it was, just times 20. With what, 200 people inside a house? I would say there's probably more than that. Across Fern Avenue, Andy and his friends weren't really sure what they were seeing. Yes, there were long lines, music, and free drinks, but a party? Almost too surreal to believe until they made it inside. I mean, I'm still recovering from this night. Promoted as the big unveiling for the fashion house intended for photo shoots, people showed up to snap pics or in some cases get tattoos. Shortly after, we get this statement from someone claiming to own the house and he says he talked to police beforehand and there were no violations or citations needed. They stopped by the police um, just to make sure everything was okay, but you know, there were no problems. They. It's not like they kick people out. No, not at all. MNPD says unless something changes with the city's pandemic plan, there's nothing officers can do to enforce mandates on private property. Metro Public Health says they are investigating, but won't say what rules may have been broken. You, you like my new stuff I'm making? I, I love it. I mean, it, it makes us look, it, it actually makes it sad that you've got to come back to our faces. <laughs> Truthfully, well, I mean, so uh, are is is Nashville now going to move to the to the Louisville thing where they put people on house arrest or? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I think that that house party is going to cause some serious some serious backlash. Well, really, and I got to admit to you, if you watch some of these other clips, these are some of the. Uh, well, as my mother used to always, uh, not my mother, but as, as a friend of my mom's always used to say, and I would never, I shouldn't say this because then I'm going to tell my mom who it was, but she always said I should be riding the short bus. And, and, th and these, these, these were those people. These were those people. There, there, there weren't, there wasn't very much well, sense. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm a little confused by that clip anyways, because it's almost like the guys were talking crap about the party, but then they're like, hey, we went to the party. If you show up, and you're concerned uh, about things, and there are 250 people in a house, it's probably a good sign to keep driving. No, I mean, he, he was not talking. No, that well, kid was not talking. He was there ready to go. I mean, what? there were there were women getting naked tattoos. This was in Nashville. Naked tattoos. Yeah, not not just clothed tattoos. Well, uh, you know what? Naked. You know what concerns me? Even and I don't more. wait a minute. I don't mean tattoos of people naked. I mean, they were completely naked. While getting a tattoo. Right. Right. But, the best kind of tattoo. But you know what the concern for me even more so is now? That is you that didn't see it? I felt like we at least are semi-known in Nashville and neither one of us got an invitation. See, that? now you're on my train of thought. Yeah. I, mean, I just kind of feel bad that I didn't get to go. I mean, not even that I didn't get to go, but I wasn't even told about it. Yeah. Anyway, needless to say... They went to the cops, and uh, apparently the, the day before, and nobody said anything. Cops didn't. Cops came down a couple of times, probably just to make sure that the tattoos were getting done correctly, and then before they had to shut it down, about one o'clock. I mean, if yeah. I if you were a cop at this point in time, I would go to that party. I would take my belt off, 
I'd leave my gun in my 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 in the front part of my body, and I would go in there and have a good time. I think the cops deserve it. Uh, I think cops deserve a lot of things. Well, I don't want to uh, hear your crap. I'm, you know, coming from me, it means never. a lot. Oh God! Hey, but you, you know, know what? you know how you fix this situation? How's that? Is you get some celebrity to get on her Twitter account and account and and rave about it. I don't think that house is going to be open for very much longer, but that's just my my thought. That being said, it's it goes from that in Nashville, those smart folks, to to this. Just is, I think, should be required viewing for anyone who plans on making a selfish, quick getaway to Nashville, Tennessee, in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. Um, I'm sure you watch the news. If you know anything, you know that the numbers are skyrocketing pretty much everywhere. Um, Nashville's no different. Our people are dying. Um, Our local businesses are suffering. So many businesses that make our town special and made it enticing in the first place. and tourists, people from out of town are coming in and crawling up and down lower Broadway, taking shots to terrible music. I just don't understand what the governor or the mayor are doing. So here I am bitching on Instagram. Please don't come to Nashville. Plan your bachelorette party somewhere else this time. So, um, okay, so I just posted it. Please watch that. If you plan on or you're thinking about planning on coming to Nashville, don't. It's not the time. And our governor, our mayor, local officials will not listen. In fact, they arrest peaceful protesters who are masked, but they let tourists crawl over Lower Broadway, drunk and hanging out the sides of party buses. Like that's not even Nashville. And if you really believe in Nashville, don't come here until this shit is handled. I'm going to tag a few more local turn diseases. Turn it off. Turn it off. Just turn it Pass off. Pass this shit on. Just turn it off. I mean, how does she know what this is Nashville? I mean, this girl moved here after her parents got divorced and got a record deal at 14. I mean, I don't even know what to say other than this, Chad. Terrible. I, I, no, it, it isn't terrible. I what you know what is terrible is that somebody with all of that amount of talent. I mean, I have all her album, and and the thing about it is, I mean, know, she really can't sing. I mean, she off. she's just. I mean, let's let's just somebody with that amount of talent it does have a right to say this sort of things. Just play just a little bit of her. Bring it home. What a a wonderful, wonderful voice. I mean, I don't know what's going on with my mic. There it is. I don't know. Um, I mean, look, let me, for the most time, she's a pretty good singer. 
Uh, no, but, no, no. But Chad, I got to be honest. Then you be on her side. She that's I the, even if she happened just happened to be on pitch to 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 say that downtown music is terrible music in in a lump sum of everyone. Right. When they, right. I mean, I I I got to be honest with you. Um I mean I mean just listen to it. It's just amazing. Can you can you bring it up a little bit? I mean just her ability to hit those notes is just so good. I mean, I think everybody should have a phone. Everybody should have a phone that they can just. <laughs> Jesus God Almighty. I mean, it's just, if you can't, the fact that you can't go downtown and perform in front of a full group of people for three hours because you can barely do it for 20 minutes, you're, you're in, you, you don't. I don't know what that group is called. What's it? What's it called? Pennymore? Paramore. Pa- Paramore. Pickawillies. Um, I mean, give me a break. People get, need to get a life. This girl needs to get a life. I I just like to know in Nashville, and in in Tennessee, who's where are the desks? I I don't know, but I I want to know which mayor she's talking about because I, I'm everything I've seen from the mayor of Nashville is exactly opposite of what she's saying about how he's arresting peaceful pro he's down there with them. It doesn't that doesn't even that's I mean, the most asinine. We watched. We spent the whole uh, we four days recorded all of it, tried to make sense when when people were smashing in windows and everybody was pushing everybody around and gunshots and all that crap. And now you go downtown it looks like somebody had a there was a hurricane. I, this girl's out of touch. I mean not that she maybe even just a slightly a little bit touched. But I'm just sick of listening to people like this. We've had in this the the state of Tennessee has had 1,100 deaths, <laughs> over 65 percent of 65 years and older. People dying all around us. One death is too many because of this stupid stuff. But the the point being is, and we've looked over this a thousand times. The way they've been reporting, we don't even know if that's right. But I can promise you that that's high. The problem is, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're going to stop people from coming here seriously right now? Well, um, And let's back up to the fact that our city took a devastating shot from a tornado. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, this is... This didn't just start for us when the pandemic started. I mean, this has got to be for this city the worst year in maybe history. I don't know. <laughs> Look at Colin. Colin says, who the F is that, Blake? And why would you have, an, as an adult, have all of her albums? I said, funnily. He said album. I said album as a joke. You just played, sounded like a scream. <laughs> I actually, I actually saw this story today because you commented on something. Colin. So, uh, I think you call, commented on Holland's post. Several of my friends were posting about this today, but I did see where, where Colin commented on it. He said, tell me who this is. Actually, don't tell me who this is. I don't care. I just, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I can only hope that she gets the sorest of throats right before the, uh, the, the season starts of singing before what's, we get what season. You know, where we get to go out and play again. You know what's really funny? Is this this girl and Bill Clinton ought to get together? 
Uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton denies that he was ever on Epstein's Island, even after the release of these documents that uh, uh, I like to call her uh, Jizzlene. Oh, my God. Jizzlene uh, is brought out. And, and, and so here's a guy. Here's a guy that at this point in time, it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, anybody that takes this guy seriously. But you know what? If you're him, why would you why would you care at this point? What are you going to do? Impeach me? You could give him a peach. Jizzlene. Is that funny or what? Oh, my God. That sounds like a Trump name, like something he would tweet. We'll be right back after these messages. Sponsors for How Valid is the Validity. Aurora Nutra Science. Guidance Whiskey. Sony Mobile. Modern Media Geeks. Titan Motoring of Nashville. Hertz Odyssey Mobile. Cartronics of Nashville. Verdol Yak This is how valid is the validity. One more day of um, one more day that I got to hear a Clinton's name in this house. This is just. I think Bill Clinton is my new favorite person in the whole world. I mean, this guy does not give. I mean, I think if we could just get Kanye West to be real president, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I was going to try to figure out a way to manipulate his videos of him talking. Um, but it's impossible. It made me cry. I really don't well, know if there's, if he's, if he's a little bit off or if he, if, if this is, if he really believes that he is, I think that there's a little David Koresh in there. I, I'm serious. I think he thinks he is a prophet. I've never met him personally. So I'm just basing that on, uh, Seeing him through the worldwide internets. Did you? I mean, did you see the video of him? Uh, yeah, of him talking about the Parker. Can you find, see the, if you can find that? I don't know if how possible that is for you right now. We'll just throw lots of things at Parker. You know what, Parker? What don't do. even worry about it. You know what? Let you're gonna do it. You feel good about it? Parker's here tonight, by the way. Can you believe it? He's, Parker, he's back from the lake. Huh? Back from Kanye West. His presidential speech. His, his presidential speech. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, I don't know if anybody has. <laughs> I, the problem is, I don't know. Can you kind of can you listen to it to see where it would be where it would be good to go? In? So I don't know if anybody heard uh, President Trump's uh, a speech uh, the other day in front of the White House. Uh, it, some of it was concerning uh, COVID and 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 a few other things, but I think I think that it was mostly about Lebanon and the Beirut situation. Correct. Uh, I I didn't get to hear the whole thing. I, I did get the uh, the Fox News update on it and just read through it briefly. So, but, if you haven't heard, uh, Beirut had, had this unbelievably large explosion. Insane. Uh, Parker, give me two seconds of your time before we 
can, can we show this clip real quick? This is a little bit of montage here of, of this explosion and then the aftermath. It's, it's really insane. Really insane. It's, it's it's unbelievable it's unbelievable that's just and wow. so so in, in in trump's speech the other day he, he he had mentioned that it was an attack but i don't think he knew exactly i don't think they knew i think he was whatever they were trying to figure it out but it wasn't an attack from what we know right now right according to the the latest um today um uh, this afternoon uh 135 people are confirmed dead 5,000 injured and uh, and and kind of the synopsis is um, uh, about six years ago, a um, a Russian cargo ship uh, came into the uh, the dock there illegally. So they seized the ship. They seized everything on the ship. And the uh, the uh, port authority—that's the term I'm using. I mean, that's um, they started writing letters to the court and asking, "What do we do with this?" Because on this ship was a uh, 2,750 tons of uh, ammonium nitrate, which uh, which is a fertilizer, but also mixed with diesel fuel or something like that, becomes a bomb. I say get all your friends together and bring some Clorox down here. Let's make some gas. Huh? A little Chris, mustard gas for everybody? trying to make mustard hey, gas. Hey, what's uh, ketchup, onions, and a little mustard gas on their, on their hot dogs? Oh, gosh. So, so anyways, they... Uh, Nobody? Right. For, uh, for like three years, they wrote letters to the court and said, hey, how do, how do you want us to get rid of this? How do you want us to dispose of this? Um, what do you want us to do? And they never got a single answer back. And then apparently they decided to auction off the contents of this boat. But then the auction never happened. Uh, they still don't know what caused the initial fire that caused the explosion yesterday. But it's a, you know, ammonium nitrate is a very. Here, here, here's what's great. Unstable. There was a fireworks. There was a fireworks. Uh factory next to it right so if you saw in the beginning of that video you just see all these little it, it looks like just a nice little fire you know and it's not going to do anything because i mean you see you see you it, understand i mean it was a there are going to be thousands of deaths oh absolutely it looks like a war zone nobody got out of it i don't even think anybody thought that it was a big deal i mean that guy was just sitting in his apartment or his house or wherever, whatever whatever he was doing nobody i mean can you go to the beginning can you go to the in like slow motion? If you you can see the it looks like it looks like little crackles, and you can see the fireworks going off. You see, right? Yeah. So there's and, fireworks going off. Look at that. And this guy's just like it just looks like smoke and fire, whatever the case. And I mean, just and so you got people. There's nobody in that area that thinks that this is 
that's 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 the next part of that situation. Right. And then that blast just the the power. I mean, that's worse than it out. I, I that that might be one of the worst things I've ever actually seen happen it, in a in a in a in a town like on you know like as far as something that was filmed. I don't right. think I've ever seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it looks like what you what you saw during World War II with, you know, the nukes on um So here in, here's what's funny. Japan. Listen to this. Now, is this a coincidence or not? You tell me. This is a conspiracy. Right? This is this is this is you know what? Let's it's gonna do a little of this. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take us in the corner right now. Let's hop in the corner. All right. I'm gonna take us in the corner. Nobody and, puts baby in the corner. <laughs> so in February, the Lebanese people get all they're they're protesting. Similar to to right now, riots, looting, all this stuff's going on because the government is unbelievably in debt. And then they form a new cabinet with Hezbollah, which is a terrorist organization, in hopes that they could get out of this debt and and use their, uh, the, I guess their people, their, you know, their statisticians, whatever they want to call them, to help pull the country out of the financial crisis. This has been going on since, protesting has been going on since last October. Lebanon's in debt up to its hind end. Uh, indebted, to Euro, in, in, indebted to Europe and the Euro and all this kind of stuff. Is it, the, the, the loan was to come due in March. Do you think that this had anything to do that the government of Lebanon doesn't know that there is 2,700 tons of, of ammonia sitting in a warehouse on a port next to Disneyland? I mean, we know, we know for a fact that they knew about it. I mean, there was letters written constantly for three years. And uh, but apparently the, uh, the prime minister says that uh, he will uh, he will not rest until the person I'm sure he won't rest responsible I'm sure he'll sleep all right but I mean my point to you is that this is I this doesn't seem coincidental to me if I owed somebody a lot of money the first thing I would do is blow up my house and say oh hold up hold up hold up I'm it's gonna take me a little longer uh, to sort this out well well in in this article they taught they after they get through what happened, it says, uh, you know, it says that this one guy they talked to was going to struggle to fix his home because of the financial crisis. Um, yeah, you don't have to worry about fixing it now. <laughs> it's taken over the country. Well, he's talking about after the blast. Um, which right, is, he which doesn't is, have to worry about it now. Which has caused their ba- banks to place strict limits on cash withdrawals. I'm telling you. Even before the explosion hit. This is not a coincidence. Everybody, you have just witnessed a how valid is the validity conspiracy in corner. <laughs> conspiracy! Nobody puts baby in the <laughs> try, try not to just, uh, try to do some original. I don't know, everybody. I, I gotta be honest with you. If you haven't checked it out, the Epic Times, I'm not, I, they're not a sponsor, but they are a really good newspaper and place to find information. It really is. I don't, I look, I, you know, I, I read the Wall Street Journal. I read Washington Post. I try to go through all that stuff, especially for the fact of, of just getting an, another side because I listen to a lot of talk radio, obviously right leaning. But point being is that one cool thing about this story was that they had a story with this and then they had these two or three articles about what's been going on in Lebanon, things that you would never be able to find or you would have to research a little deeper to get into. So it is really kind of a cool 
place to get information because of that. Um, and if you like conspiracies and you just want to stay home with a, a tinfoil hat, then these this is a great paper. I'm just kidding. Did you find it? Everybody, this guy's going to give us a run for the money. This could this could be this could take out Biden and Trump altogether. Play a little bit. I'm not trying to quiet your voices, actually. So I don't want to say that in an improper way. I just haven't had the time to word it in the most elegant way possible. So, so that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. She said she was pregnant and for one month and two months and three months. We talked about her not having this child. She had the pills in her hand. Do people know these pills where you take the pills? And if you take it, it's a wrap. The baby's gone. So I was sitting up in Paris, and I had my leather pants on. <laughs> you already know it. If you got leather pants on, you already know who this person must think they are. Right? And I'm in the apartment where my wife was actually robbed. And I have my laptop up, and I got all of my creative ideas. I got my shoes, I got my desktop cover, I got communities, I got clothes, I got all this. All right, all right, turn it and off. Jesus. Oh, my God. I mean, he definitely is a representative uh, for the black community for sure. I mean, I, the Paris, uh, the leather pants, they got robbed. They got $4 million uh, in insurance money. I mean, so many things that he just appeals to the really the common man, right? And not only that, you can definitely tell his, his brain was way bigger than his cranium when he was a kid. Some <laughs> Somebody pushed all of it back in, just with, pushed his ears and just shoved it right back in there. I, I don't quite understand this situation. I'm, I kind of thought in the beginning he was doing it to help Trump because, you know, they've been right. They've they're very similar, apparently, on some ideas. Well, I mean, but he's been a he was a supporter of Trump. Right. He beginning. was. He was very vocal. And so I thought it. he was trying to take, you know, obviously that if you listen to Joe Biden, that if, you know, black people only vote Democrat. Uh, and so. You know, I thought that this was a way to take a part of that vote away from the Democrats. But I, I I, think he's going all in. He just filed the paperwork for the Wisconsin primary. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's doing it for real. So, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to go into this next part because this is something that I was disturbed by over the last couple of weeks. But And I don't know how many people are voting, right? You're, wait a minute. You're disturbed by something with Joe Biden? No, not oh. not Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden. I was confused. Parker brought up the clip. Right. I don't think I don't think there's anybody that's not disturbed by Joe Biden right now, personally. But that's just me. I think that if you're thinking about voting for Joe Biden, you're you're honestly th- waiting for his VP pick. I think that's why you know they're waiting for Kamala Harris. Uh, uh, they're waiting for her face to uh, the swelling to go down. Did, did hear today that this is the. Uh, the first time that only female candidates are considered for the vice presidential pick. This is the first time. Yeah. Is that, it, that, you know, female candidates have been considered before, obviously, and there have been female nominees, but um, this is the first time that a presumptive nominee has come out and said the pick will, I will only consider females. Okay. Well, as you know, that should not make you feel better if you're a female, just letting you know. I don't know if you've noticed, but over the last 
uh, well, I mean, just really over the last, uh, let's see, 250 years, uh, the, the vice president really hasn't done much for anybody and, and never really got very much further than, than that and got buried, really just used for votes. So I wouldn't feel good about the fact that, that whoever's going to be the VP is just getting used to, 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 to except, except in this case, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. In this case, in this case, it's a whole different ball game. And this, and so you tie that to all the, the things that we know now, you got to admit the internet is a very interesting place, but all the things that we know now about now about voter fraud, uh, 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 the the mail-in ballot situation, people from other countries getting involved in the United States elections. Not only that, but play, play the cruise clip one for me. You're not a Republican, and 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 nor are you a conservative. Is that accurate? <clears throat> that would be an understatement. Um, and, in, and indeed, you're the former editor-in-chief of Psychology Today. Correct. So you're a respected academic. You testified before this committee that Google's manipulation of votes gave at least 2.6 million additional votes to Hillary Clinton in the year 2016. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and I want to make sure I understand, you personally supported and voted for Hillary Clinton. I was a very strong public supporter of Hillary Clinton, yes. And what I'm saying is that I believe in democracy, I believe in the free and fair election, uh, more than I have any kind of allegiance to a candidate or a party. You said in subsequent elections, Google and Facebook and Twitter and big text manipulation could manipulate as many as 15 million votes in a subsequent election? In 2020, if all these companies are supporting the same candidate, there are 15 million votes on the line that can be shifted without people's knowledge and without leaving a paper trail for authorities to trace. Are you kidding me right now? That, do you understand what he just said? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so all this shit that we have to worry about, all this stuff that we have to worry about, I got to stop saying shit, don't I? It's the, it's the shit that's getting me. I got to stop saying it. I apologize. If I ever have, I have these big dreams of being on major radio one day. Shit's not going to cut it. So, so what I'm, what I'm trying to say is though, that all this, <laughs> all the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ruthie. I apologize. All this stuff that has been going on. We we've known about Google and Facebook and Twitter manipulating. Everything is Democrats, right? I mean, it's, it, it just seems to steer to the Democrats. I will say that. And, and they're not they're not even hiding it. I mean, that this if you watch this whole interview, he says that Facebook tested this um, in 2010. Yeah. In 2010, they tested this out. And essentially what they do is anybody who is aligned or who their algorithm says um, it is a, a Democrat or for this particular situation, they send those people reminders to go vote. And they push to those people, go vote, go vote, go vote, where they don't do the same as somebody who is uh, a Republican or a conservative. And not only that, but I mean, the fact of the matter is that it just Facebook can just in one day influence 
four or five hundred thousand people and over a course of an election cycle up to 15 million and they can censor anything that they want they can they can push what they want and they can pull back what they don't want this goes back to everything that we talk about on this show for the last 17 weeks all ends up being the same with technology you give away your information for free and over time as you as you continue on with your life these companies and the government and different governments i mean tiktok is a whole nother a, a whole nother situation tiktok why's trump trying to ban tiktok i don't know people need to get better breath but my point being is it all bases and comes back to technology everything that you do on your computer and on your phone are compromising as a whole our freedom and the way we do and, and the way we think things should work but going back to the opec situation these people these corporations and these billionaires and the government there's nobody right or wrong republicans and democrats don't give two cents about what you feel once you get into that level of power at really at any level of power i mean up to my homeowners association who i wrote a letter to about this shed in the background in my in the back of my house saying is there anything i can do to keep it where it's at instead of having to attach it to my house these guys wouldn't even talk to me these it's, these people just live in the in the neighborhood so it it there is something that happens to a person when they get elected or brought into some sort of office and have some sort of power you just feel like whatever it is you feel and the bigger the power structure and the bigger the the, the placement of power and it, it, all the way down to the to the federal government or all the way up to the federal government you just give it all you care about is getting elected and then staying elected and staying elected but the bottom line is nixon and his administration signed a deal with OPEC and the Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia for for 50 years that nobody even knew about that made our, that we made decisions we made decisions as a country as a people maybe not as a country it stopped decisions from being made because of a deal that nobody knew about that tied up the American dollar that just so happened to work out and that's what i'm getting truly sick of is that these people are making decisions and nobody knows what those decisions are. And, 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 and you can be a president for eight years. And let me tell you something, people, you can do some stuff, but usually the stuff that you do doesn't really come to fruition until you're out of office. And by then there's nothing they can do to you. This is, this is getting ridiculous. These protests and 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 the and, and what the federal government's doing now with the marshals and all that i mean it's 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 a plethora of of things of of things that you never thought a president would have to deal with or a congress or whatever the case is but do you notice that all of the issues of education and abortion and healthcare and gun control and immigration and cancer and fat and heart attacks and stroke, all those things for the last five or six months are gone. As far as being in your face every day. So instead of being able to take a break from all the death and all the bad mistakes and all the things that people do to you that you just don't have any control over, 
you are then stuck with anarchy and a global pandemic that shuts down the whole world and takes away everything you've ever known for the for mo- uh, your whole life. It also takes away y- your escape from all that because now you you can't go listen to a show and be entertained and forget about your troubles. You c- you can't go t- to a movie. You can't go to all these things that you would normally do just to get your mind off of it, which is why uh, mental health issues are skyrocketing right now. Mental, he- mental health issues. Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the mental health issues are getting taken care of with the forty fives. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. that, that's that. I mean, you, you know what? Bring up, bring up that. Um, bring up. Uh, listen to this woman. And then we'll go back to to the because uh, the last part of that of his talk is really, really, really good. Bring up the the second. Well, that's fine. The first one's fine. Bring you guys back to March. This virus was real. This virus killed people. This virus filled hospitals, and I saw things that I didn't see in 27 years of being an intensive care unit nurse. Our hospitals were converted over into third world countries. We were taking care of people from the hallway. We didn't know what we were doing. This was new. It was scary. It scared people. It scared me. Okay, so this is a nurse in New Jersey where New Jersey is one of the bad ones. As far as states, they've had 15,000 deaths. And... That's really second uh, with New York. I mean, last week we looked at it was uh, I think it was Vermont, New York, and New Jersey who had were, were the were over a third of the deaths that had to deal with COVID. So she comes along, and she's obviously upset because New Jersey governor has done all kinds of just whack stuff. The second clip is really gets to the meat, and there's two clip two more clips here, but this one gets to the meat of what we're all feeling as a society right now. Play this one. I had no medication. I couldn't give you anything once the rules were set. That is why the hospital rates went up. That is why more people died unnecessarily because no one was able to get treatment. In my hospital, in the first two weeks of COVID, we did not have any ventilators. Other hospitals were full and I couldn't understand what was going on. I was, then I came to find out that our emergency room physician, when you first came to the hospital, they would swab you for COVID and give you hydrochloroquine within minutes because it worked when it was used early. And you have to uh, excuse my cuts. They were only breaths, I, I assure you. Uh, she was very breathy. But that, my point being, that before anybody could stop you from using hydrochloroquine, hydrochloroquine, these people were using it, and I can't imagine that they were the only ones, but these people were using it, and it was working until the states made everybody quit. I'm just going to paraphrase her last her last segment because it it's really the well, you know can, what? Can we can we post links to this? I will, I'm a, I, I will this time. Yeah. I'm going to post links to all this stuff. Yeah. Can you play that third third clip, please? I care. I would test people for coronavirus. On Tuesday, they would test negative. 
on a ventilator, dying. On Wednesday, they would test positive, and then again on Friday, they would test negative. I always found that very interesting, just like these asymptomatic tests. I'm here to tell you don't be afraid of COVID. It doesn't exist in the hospitals. But what I will tell you to be afraid of is the mainstream media, because they are going to scare you to death. They are going to cause you to believe that this still exists. Does it? Maybe. I'm not an expert. I'm not standing here claiming that I am because really nobody is, right? Nobody's an expert on this. I could just tell you my experience. And so basically she goes on to say that what has exacerbated this issue even more is the fact that people that were really sick with cancer or strokes or heart attacks or, or the numerous other things that a human being can die of, they stayed home. Right. And, and those people now are filling the hospitals and are dying. And those cases are considered either they had COVID or they were probable cases. She goes on to say that they, they, they were, that she had tested people that were actually on a ventilator that tested positive on Wednesday and that, not positive on Friday. Yeah. Two, they tested negative on Tuesday, positive on Wednesday and negative on Friday. I mean, that's like the nurse that just came out from a hospital in New York that said she took a hundred tests out of the box, took them out of the wrapper, put them in the other wrapper that they are sent off to, and sixty six came back positive. I just got to be honest. And, with and, you. and and nurses are doing this all over the country. I just I mean, got to be honest with you, Bill Gates. I thought he was better than that, but Windows does. Windows kind of sucks a little bit. And and sixty six percent is about right. Look, I've been trying to get you to switch to Apple for I don't know how long, I, and you, you know, just keep running your Droid phone. And what is, what is Gateway? Was Gateway? Does he, Parker doesn't even know what Gateway was. He wasn't even alive. You did not have a Gateway. You know what a five and a half inch floppy is? I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear about your five and a half inch floppy. <laughs> I don't even you are it. throwing it down with the Induendos tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sing it Haley her voice, sing it Haley her voice brings such joy and pain at the same time I did like that one song she did with, with B.O.B. there can we pretend that airplane okay please let's not give her let's give this guy a little bit of time alright be, be Pancakes friend on Instagram at Private Pancakes 20 on Instagram he will change your life everybody he just got a new a suit a new suit. Well, somehow he ends up with my shoes every day. They all just my shoes. Doesn't That's matter. Doesn't matter. So essentially, here's the problem you got. So you can believe a nurse in an intensive care unit. You can believe her or not. Right? You can tell. So if you if you don't believe her, what is what is what are you gonna say? Because the bottom line is just like uh Sinead O'Connor. Or what? What's her name? Penny Moore, Teets. What? What's her name? William Who? Johnson, Who? the blonde we just saw that was stupid. Oh, Haley Williams. Yeah, Haley Williams. <laughs> her group is Paramore. Whatever. I, I... The bottom line is, you can listen to people like that, who who are who make you feel like in Nashville everybody is dying uh, around their feet. 
And if you listen to her, you probably might die. Self-inflicted gunshot wound. If you walk down Broadway, there's just drunks. And I mean, listen, it's never good. You understand what I'm saying? Let's just pretend COVID wasn't a thing. If you're driving downtown to try to get to someplace and you're behind one of the pedal taverns, I mean, it would be nice to have a loaded gun in the car. First of all, let me explain to That's awful. I gotta be honest with you. Pedal taverns are just a terrible Oh, I'm I'm with you on that. Let me just explain to Haley though that while she's talking about the Nashville numbers that are soaring due to COVID, all these people that you're talking about are tourists. They're going back home. You had to kill their friends but, and family. But, but, but I'm just, I'm just. She's, she's acting like these people are, are the ones that are making na- yeah, Nashville going, sick. No, nobody's making. They're going home and killing their family. We don't. That's not Nashville. But she's saying, I know what she's saying. I, just, I'm, I'm I mean, just trying to. If if you can't come here and have a little bit of fun, okay, and you want to cancel me, well, I just got something to say. It's too late. All right, nobody really watches anyway. Can't cancel somebody that nobody gives two craps about anyway. Look at you not using the S word. Shit, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Mertz called me the other day and he goes, "Chris, you're never going to be on radio with with that kind of foul mouth." Ah. I, did, I did wear my AJ shirt tonight just to support Broadway. Look at that. You know what? I have a feeling that the next time you're down in your community and you are behind a pedal tavern. And you, you just say, you know what? I've had enough. You're, and you hit the gas. You might need an attorney. And that's why we'd like to thank our next sponsor who actually just came on board, Verdoliac Law Firm out of Chicago. They can help you no matter where you're at. If they can't help you, they will find somebody that can. And they have been a great help for us. And if you ever kill a pedal tavern person, you're going to need them. At the Verdoliac Law Group, we believe in the old adage, if we've been doing it for this long, we must be doing something right. Being one of Chicago's oldest law firms, the Verdoliac Law Group was with you during the civil rights movement, the moon landing, and through 10 U.S. presidents. We've been fighting for the injured since before cell phones and home computers. When we started, gas was 29 cents, the average house cost just under $19,000, and the average income was under $5,000. At the Verdoliac Law Group, We've withstood the test of time by honoring our commitment to put our clients' interests first. That's why most of our clients over the last 50 years have found us through word of mouth from other satisfied clients. In the last half a century, thousands of law firms have come and gone, while the Verdoliac Law Group has cemented itself as a Chicago legal landmark, and we look forward to our next 50 years of serving you. If you want a law firm that has stood the test of time and will fight for you, call the Verdoliac Law Group. Call us today. Even if we can't help you directly, we will help you find someone who can. Happens to be a pedal tavern? Go. Just call them. Get it over with. Get it over with. Thanks for Doliacs for uh, sponsoring the show. Yeah, we really Hopefully this is not your last week after you just witnessed what Chris did. Where's my clips at? Can somebody please tell me, just anybody, as a matter of fact, if you call in and tell me what your feelings are, about Joe Biden and that you're actually going to vote for this person and tell me why I will send you a Chris Weaver band Tumblr. These are brand new, hot off the press. They're not even good. Okay. They're great. They're great. I'll send it to you. 
First person to call. We haven't had a phone call in six weeks. We have two. God, my dad's an idiot. Besides your dad. We had the, we had the one guy that called from the from his camp. It doesn't matter. If you can tell me you're going to vote for this guy, give it to me. First clip, please. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, let's take your AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, let's you want to tell me this. There's a lot of guys. Hey, you're, a lot of guys want me, man. Well, targeting over this exchange this morning with the voter about guns. Any impression about how you handle it? Well, I'm surprised that uh, Sanders is joining Trump. Back up, back up. You know, I, I, it's just surprising. Wasn't it probably to swear at an American, though, especially a union voter? God, I just want to meet the guy that... I just want to meet the guy that was like, what's it like to swear to an American But Are you kidding me? That's the least of that guy's problems. I want to know where you can get a, an AR-14. Oh, you just you just trim off the top of the fifteen bullet. Okay, okay. Just I was confused. turns it into an AR fourteen. <laughs> you just sand off the top, the green tip, the green tip. Well, that the bullet is not the AR fifteen. No. I, I actually, uh, you're right. You're right. That's maybe a, maybe if you just cut down the the uh, the stock or something. I, I don't think so. I think it's the green tip on the bullet. Okay, whatever you say. Actually, I just found out what a bump stock was. Really? Uh, how it worked. I saw one. Okay, yeah. Interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, you can do it yourself with a string, but uh, but uh, uh, it doesn't... Uh, you may get shot. Uh, the point being is... Point being. Um, th- is that if you're voting for this person, I don't give it... I don't, I don't really care why you're Democrat. That I would venture to say that most people don't even know why they're the party they are. I've, already, I've said that a million times. If you could... If you could call in right now and tell me uh, three reasons why you are uh, uh, the party you're affiliated with, I'll give you a thousand dollars in petrodollar. I was going I mean, actually, look, actually, I'm serious. I'm a very high debt ratio, very low okay. moral standard. Right. Huh? So Jeff Brown just said it. There's, I mean, he just, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just, te- oh God. You do need to give some of these away, though. It. I'm gonna give them away. Um, one thing we haven't talked about this yet, but no, I do- hold on for a second. Okay, go ahead. Jeez. I, 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 so, so I've not, I've not got to dive into this person yet, but I've been seeing a lot of uh, social media stuff about this third party candidate, um, Joe. Kanye West. No, no. There's an uh, Joe Jorgensen. Maybe I'm probably saying her last name wrong. You're being but, serious. Yeah, I'm. I'm being oh. dead to. And apparently, I, I mean, I, there's a lot of things that I see from her that I, that I actually like. So. Maybe next week we can jump into that discussion a little bit and talk a little bit about her. There's an actual um, third part that. Yeah. What's her yeah. party? What is the party? Um, I mean, she's running as an independent, I think, but um, I can definitely. Yeah, you check it out yeah. while I talk about things that are important. You know, point being is that Joe Biden. I'm sorry, she's a libertarian. Lit- okay. If you interrupt me again, I'm going to cut your pay, which is very. Minimal. Um, what I'm trying to say before I was rudely interrupted is that basically this guy, where does where does Sanders supporting Trump come out of that conversation? He looks like I have looked numerous times after shows. When I'm driving you home? Basically. I mean, by the end of the last, I'd say three years, I just wore Chris Weaver band diapers. It's been great. And then I had tried Changes to talk- everything. Tried to talk you out of calling your mom and your dad at 3 a.m. I mean, right. So I'm just trying to understand if you hate Trump this bad, give me a reason 
I, I mean, I have to know if there was a viable Democratic candidate that actually had a platform and actually actually left the, his basement to come out onto the platform, I might even think about voting for him. But I mean, we're going to are you really going to elect a president that doesn't have a debate? Are you really going to elect a president, elect a guy because you hate another guy who happens to be part of another guy? I mean, this is it's a tropical thunder. You, can you really vote for president without listening to these two guys talk and realize that he is out of his ever loving mind? I don't understand. Is that where we've come? And if that is the case, I have to know why. If you if you're voting for for him, I I have to know is Trump that bad? And then what are those reasons? Because at this point in time, what I saw the other day was just a tired dude trying to uh, get by. I mean, you you're talking about two people in their late in their mid to late seventies trying to run the 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 best country in the freaking world. I don't get it. I do kind of get it because if if you were if you had nothing else to do would and and would you run for president? I mean do, do you see what these people deal with and put up with and I mean even Obama who was the slyest coolest cat of all time came out he went from looking like an eight ball to 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 a tabby cat. His hair was completely white. Do you see what this does to people in eight years? Who wants this office? That's my rant for the day. I'm over it. Play the second clip. Look at this. I could do this. Thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. It would put 720 million back, million women back in the workforce. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. What's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat town. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. All right, all right. That, that one I totally, that one I totally agree with. Truth over facts. I mean, just for the Think sheer fact it. that I was born in West Virginia. to be self-evident. Even my macaroni and cheese came in a black and white box. You know the thing. Turn it off. Jeez, a Pete. It's just sad, right? I mean, they're, they're, he can't. I think now they they they're pulling him out of places where he can't even he can't even see where he's going. Well, you, you saw where he announced that he will not. Uh, be in person at in person at the Democratic National Convention to give an acceptance speech. You're kidding me. No, he he's now. When did that it. come out? Uh, yesterday, I think. Um, Holy I, may, may have may have been today, but uh, yeah, he's he's announced that he will not be traveling to the convention and cited uh, coronavirus concerns. Are you really going to elect a person that that can't even get out to these events? I mean, this is. This guy is probably at this point in life the second most protected person in the United States. I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I I I have looked for other Democrats, you know, especially during these these meetings that the the the, the uh, on C-SPAN they have the uh, open committee meeting, and I've looked, and 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 it's really hard. It's really hard to find somebody that doesn't just play along with everybody else. 
you know, and again, I say, you know, when you get up into the upper echelon of politics and, and House, you know, the, the Congress and the House of Representatives, especially, even though there's more of them and there are, are a lot more numb nuts, but at the end of the day, you, you don't want to be these people because the scrutiny of your background and everything you've ever done is just laid out and splayed out and, and used against you in every, and you can't, it'd be like me trying to run for, I, it's too late now. I, you know, me just saying short bus on the show tonight is just excluded me from ever running for office. You can't say anything anymore. You can't even make a point. You can't get heated. You can't get upset. You can't, you can, but you better have something backing you up, Right. I mean, have you seen have you seen this Louis the 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 Louisville situation with BLM? I, I have not. They've shut that place down. The the new Lou, which is a new district in in Louisville, and I mean, this is a unbelievable. I just drove through there. So here here's the situation, and this is the interesting part. This is where white have to white people have to sit on the sidelines because now it's getting so deep. That you're getting into these other ethnic ethnicity ethnicist. Can you say it for me, Chad? Ethnic. Eth, well, normally, I could. Now I can't. Ethnicity. Ethnicities. No, that's not. No, that's not it. I either. said it right, just right there. And we'll, yes. Can we cut that out in post? But you have the Cubans in Louisville that open restaurants who've come from social who, socialist Cuba and are, are and are here are the happiest people that they could possibly that happy people can be to be in the United States because they got away they had to got away from that socialistic place and now they find themselves owning a restaurant in Louisville where they're getting demands made upon them to give BLM and black the black society in Louisville reparations and uh you know hiring them as 23%, I guess they're saying they're 23% of the community. And these guys are saying, this is ridiculous, not going to do it, even though some people have. They sent an actual letter. I mean, this is an interesting situation because where me as a white guy is the primary part of and problem with, with, with what these guys are saying, Cubans and other, and other ethnic groups aren't in the same boat. They've had it just as hard and it probably have come from someplace that was way worse and happy to be here. The residents of Louisville, Kentucky are standing strong, educated, and together to express the destruction of, uh, your business has caused to low-income communities, specifically to those with majority black residents. We therefore demand representation and reparations in the new Lou, which is the district in uh, Louisville, they call it, New Lou District of uh, Louisville for the gentrification that has taken place. The police and the processes of uh, revitalization of New Lou has displaced and marginalized people from homes and their families have often reside, uh, resided in for generations, single-handedly progressing to the gentrification of black neighborhoods. This process has been happening to blacks, indigenous, and persons of color at the hands of white heterosexual patriarchy since the inception of the nation we call home. There's nothing at this point that a white person can say or do, you, you, right? Well, I, I'm not even sure if you're an elected black person, you can say anything. Apparently, I, I just had Parker pull up this 
clip. So this is a uh, uh, this guy's a Democrat in Georgia. He's a he's a state senator um, who is supporting Trump in the upcoming election. And listen to how uh, what's this guy's name? Oh, this is MSNBC. It doesn't matter. It's it's all the same. I mean, listen to how this guy talks to him. Okay. Being surrogate. Are you being compensated? Let me be clear. You get paid to shape a liberal narrative. You get paid to attack this president. I don't get a dime for this president. I don't get a dime from the campaign. You are an elected Democrat there in the state of Georgia, as I understand it. But yet you're supporting the the Republican president's reelection bid. Um, How is that going over in your district? Well, obviously, my district knows about me. I've served as county executive. I've run a government. I've done things to move my county forward and the people serve them well. Solid record of accomplishments. But this is not about politics. This is about putting your country before politics, putting your country before the party. Uh, President Trump is right on target with results. Prior to the pandemic, he had the best, and you know it, the best economy that we've had going back years and years and years. The Democratic Party chose to put an economy, an economy that that even many on the right have acknowledged that he inherited from the previous administration. Well, that's fake news. Well, we're not doing that. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not doing that. If you look at the unemployment among African Americans during his years and during Obama years, clearly it was much better. If you look at opportunity zone districts, if you look at support and financial support to historical colleges, right. clearly it's better off under the, his administration than the previous administration. So, you know, I don't want to get in caught into politics. Well, just because Jones, I'm a Democrat, my party feels though that Jones, I, 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 I like to I like to traffic in facts, and, and much of what you just said well, is patently false. But I, I do want to. Well, this is no, no, Representative Jones. This is my show. I'll ask questions. Give me a well, second. you had me on your show, I, so I know, let but me explain. I, but I, Don't no, cut me off I'm when not, I'm giving I'm answers. I'm not cutting you off, but I do want to. Are you, a, are you a paid campaign surrogate? Are you being compensated? Never by the, let me be clear. Oh my you God. get paid okay, to shape. So he goes on to ask him, would you ever ask a Democrat who is supporting a, Joe, Biden. Biden, Joe Biden if they are paid? He's like, why are you attacking me like that? It's, it's just insane. But because he is a black Democrat who has come out and, and supported Trump just in MSNBC was just right. So that's, that's where we've gotten it, it. It's less and less about you, the public, you, the person, whether you're black, white, it doesn't matter. And again, we've shown, and, and, and it's not just us, it's anybody with any sense can find the information. BLM is an organized fanatical group of people because here's the deal, right? Who in their right minds thinks that they're going to go to their neighbor and demand anything? You don't know this person. You don't know anything about this guy. For instance, in this case, not a white guy, just it's a Cuban person married to a black person who has a gay son. I mean, it's the complete, it's the trifecta. You don't know this guy, but it, it this just blanket thing where where because you throw out white heterosexual hierarchy, it 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 blankets everything that you do, and that's not the case because what you find is that this country was was built on the backs of not just black people, but but everybody that was here in the beginning, right? And and so we have lived off, and most of the people that are complaining 
and whining right now have never had a true sense of strife or anything that anybody in, in, in an older time period uh, up until 19, you want to say after the Great Depression, nobody's ever dealt with a, a serious problem in the last 50 years. You've never had to worry about going to war. You've never had to worry about not having food or a place to go if you really needed it. I mean, it is really unbelievable that if, if really the if, if it really hit the fan, the, the kind of situation that people would find. And this pandemic was a, a good door uh, foot in the door. Because it is it is it isn't it a different feeling when you can't just do what you want and go where you want. It is a different feeling. And the fact that you may never it may never be the same again. This is the kind of thing things that people felt during the Vietnam War, during World War One and World War Two, during you know the, the the Great Depression and the, and the th- and Lewis and Clark when you had to go out and you know you you got out of your boat from just catching a nice fish and you just catch an arrow right in the face. I mean, it, it's just we don't know what it took to build this country. It was way more difficult than what we've had to go through in our lifetime. But whatever. Grr. So uh, on a different note, Lloyd says he'll vote for the girl that was screaming in the microphone earlier if he can win the Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just keep that for every week? Just. Oh, my gosh. You know, at the end of the day, I've tried to learn about as much as I can. And week to week, it's just unbelievable the amount of. I mean, I have learned so much stuff about the world, which is really neat, China. I mean, and just things that I've, you know, you want to learn more about life and the world and how we got to where we, we've gotten to, uh, uh, start your own uh, show and, and, and just, and so, and, and you don't want to look like an idiot. You may well, still look like an idiot. I mean, I still look like an idiot, but at least I'm a little bit more knowledgeable. We, we have idiot. some background to it. Yeah. I so mean, we aren't just sharing. I do news. relentlessly every day. Almost to the point of where it's it becomes not fun sometimes. I've tried to to make sense of some stuff and just to be able to talk about it or whatever. And and God, the things that you learn. I mean, it's unbelievable. The things that have actually happened is the petrodollar is something that is truly interesting and worth looking into if you want to understand how the, the United States is in twenty three trillion dollars worth of debt and we're not uh, and we're not all trying to kill each other yet. Which we're close. We're close. And these comments are great though. Your dad. I think she could be Biden's VP. Just give me the Tumblr. A free Tumblr brings out the best in everyone. I will give free Tumblrs away. Anybody that calls and and tells me why they're voting, whichever way they're voting. I just want one reason, Trump or Biden. uh, Free Tumblrs for everybody. Free Tumblrs for everybody. Uh, Up to 25 people. We just turned into Oprah in here now. Up to 25 people. Everybody look under your seat. Free Tumblr. Seat A7, A7. You have a tumbler duct taped to the bottom of your seat. Oh, my God. It's just disgusting. We're going to be back right after these messages from our uh, sponsors and uh, kiss it. Guidance Whiskey. Look for Guidance. Science, Advanced Supplement Technology. 
Sony Mobile. Sony Mobile. To be a part of the show, call us at 808-725-3116. That's 808-725-3116. Or you can email your thoughts to hvvcast at gmail.com. Somebody call. No, it's over. (laughs) over. We're we're almost out of here anyway. It doesn't even. I'm over it. So right now we're going to do my uh, one of my favorite things uh, in the whole world. Today in history. Before August 1st, Anne Frank penned her last entry in her diary. I keep on trying to find a way to become what I would like to be and not what I could be if there weren't any other people living in the world. Three days later, Anne and her family were arrested and sent to a Nazi concentration camp and died uh, in a concentration camp on March 15, 1945, at the age of 15. Anne Frank was 15 years old. Think about that. I mean, I haven't done anything compared to Anne Frank. <laughs> this is gnarly. I, I'm, I'm going to think about that one today. That's 15 years old. All the history that in, in everything that I've, you know, I grew up with the history books or all that kind of thing and hearing her name and, and geez, a Pete, that was a big deal. I have a 15 year old daughter and her biggest problem is that her phone stopped working last week. I guess that's kind of the point, isn't it? Isn't I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I got to get my, I got to get my music in there. The star, uh, today, the birthday, Star Spangled Banner author Frank, Francis Key Scott. Francis Scott Key. That's what I meant. Uh, too many Biden clips. 1779 to 1843 was born in Frederick County, Maryland. I know that place very well. Frederick, Maryland. Very beautiful place if you've never been there. Make sure you go up to get a hot dog, a pretzel hot dog Ooh. at Pretzel Creations. That sounds outstanding. Moby Dick author Herman Melville was born 1819 to 1891. Can you imagine that? What is that? It's like 200 years. 1819 to 1891. August 2nd, 1776 in Philadelphia, most of the 55 members of the Continental Congress signed the parchment copy of the Declaration of Independence. August 2nd. That's why we celebrate on July 4th. In 1939, August 2nd, Albert Einstein wrote a letter to the President Franklin D. Roosevelt concerning the possibility of atomic weapons. Six years later, on August 6th, 1945, the first atomic bomb was developed. The U.S. would then drop it on Hiroshima. Hiroshima. And Nagasaki. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, you don't have to correct me or add to what I say. I apologize. August 2nd, 1990. Now, this is something interesting because this hits home for me. The Iraq army invaded Kuwait. I mean, claims that Kuwait threatened Iraq's economy, economic existence by overproducing oil and driving prices down on the world market. Well, there's that oil. That's that's one of my first memories as a, as a child is watching because that was the first time really you watched it on TV and you remember seeing yeah. troops rolling in into Kuwait. Um, and, For the 100-hour war. And George H.W. Bush on TV talking about it. 
I, I still remember it like it was yesterday. I do too. I, I remember buying the baseball cards that were. Uh, I still have them upstairs in my in the uh, in the attic. An Iraq military government was then installed in Kuwait, which was annexed by the Iraq on the uh, annexed by Iraq on the claim that Kuwait was historically part of Iraq. This resulted in Desert Shield, the later massive Allied military buildup that later uh, lasted a hundred hours. It took him a hundred hours. It's uh, taken me longer to build an erector. August 3rd, 1942, Christopher Columbus set sail for Paleo, Spain with three ships, Nina. Oh, from Paleo, Spain, Nina, Penta, and Santa, how do you pronounce that? Santa Maria. Yes, Santa Maria. Seeking a westerly route to the Far East, he instead landed on October 12th. I couldn't do anything for that long on a ship. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Wow, wow. And these are the reasons we get paid the big bucks. Remember that, kids. It, it will be on a test. Well, it used to would be on a test. I don't know now. It might have gotten canceled. No, no, no. Uh, they're, they're all down. Yeah. Columbus is canceled. Uh, Francis Scott but Key, you know they what? tore the statue Here, down. Here's the funny thing about that. Wasn't Americo Vespucci really the, found, the, the, the person that found America truly? Because Christopher Columbus was more Southern, not really in the United States. Americo Vespucci was more near the southern tip of Florida, right? I mean, am I wrong on that? Yeah, but the Indians were already here. Right, don't really understand that. This is an interesting one. I don't know if anybody ever heard of the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect? Nelson Mandela? Nelson Mandela. Yeah. August 4th, 1962, the apartheid opponent, Nelson Mandela, was arrested by security police in South Africa. South Africa is a country in the continent of Africa. Yes. Yes. It took me, uh, I had to research it. He was then tried and sentenced to five years in prison in 1964. Now, this, this is interesting. So the Mandela effect says that Mandela died in prison. Everybody remembers this. Everybody, there's a large percentage of the population that believes that they remember seeing Nelson Mandela, seeing the newscast that he died in prison in the 80s. He definitely did not. Okay. I was one of those people. I remember, so in my mind, I remember Nelson Mandela in 84, 85, I think when they started the, in the, in the mid-80s, they started to do the protest to get him out of prison. Right. I remember them saying he died. I would, I would have bet my life on it, but I'm glad I didn't. Because like the Berenstein Bears, I always thought they were the Bernstein Bears. Okay. Whatever. 1990, at the age of 71, after 27 years in prison, in April 1994, black South Africans voted for the first time in an election that brought Mandela the presidency of South Africa. This man, from 1964 to 1990, 71 years old, sent in prison for 27 years, did not let it get him down, and becomes the first elected president of South Africa. I remember that. I remember him being elected. And then he died the next day. <laughs> it's not true. Jazz trumpet player Louis Armstrong from 1901 to 1971 was born in New Orleans. Never left. Satchmo. I can't believe he died in 1971. Boy, he was a big part of history, too. Really? I yeah, 1971. Really. Can't believe it. I guess there's that guy that stands on the corner of 2nd and Broadway who plays that same. Not the same. Today in history. 
appreciate you coming out uh, to listen to How Valid is the Validity every Wednesday night at 8 Central, 9 Eastern here. We appreciate it very much. And Parker, we thank you for your uh, protesting and your producing here uh, every week. We appreciate it. Chad, love you. Long time. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, to tell your friends about the show. That's how you can help us mostly. Yeah. Please uh, share please. the show. And don't forget it's available to download in podcast form. That's right. HVVcast.com you can go to and get past episodes. And we appreciate it very much. And uh, we appreciate your time. So thanks so much for hanging out with us here on How Valid is the Validity. This week's Greg Ice Pick of the Week is Dave Vargo, Battle Burns. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Bad.